in four to five seconds, all your life can change. And actually what is important to do that because it's sometimes we are running so much in our life. We want to do everything, but one second actually can change everything and can collapse and can be a Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Leomitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello, hello, and welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. We have an extraordinary story today with us. Please meet Licia Bachar-Manoach, Senior Partner at Catalyst Fund since 2019. Licia holds over 15 years of investment and management experience in private equity and global leading corporations, in particular in the context of M&A transactions, post-merger integration, and raising capital. Licia has previously led the operational due diligence for the acquisition of Keter Group by BC Partners and managed post-acquisition integration. Prior to Keter, Licia held management positions in one of the world's leading crop protection companies, Adama, and at Magnus Thayer BMW. Licia has a multicultural background speaking fluent German, Turkish, English, and Hebrew. She earned an MBA from Tel Aviv University, MSc, from Vienna University of Technology and Harvard Executive. Licia Bachar-Manoach, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Thank you very much. Hi, Michael. Thank you very much for having me. How are you? I am doing great. I'm really excited for these 20 minutes talking about, you know, your work and most importantly, your journey, um, very non-traditional journey, very different from that of, a, I guess, pretty much every uh, guest I've had on the show. And so I, I, I want to start there and I want to understand a little bit better, you know, who you are today. Obviously, you're, you're an integral part of the, the, the Israel ecosystem and the investment ecosystem with Catalyst. Um, sitting on the board and, and supporting some of the most phenomenal companies in the Israel ecosystem. But, but we'll get to that. I, I want to start a little bit about where you're from. And so okay. share with me a little bit about, you know, your upbringing and your, the, the, the way you eventually got into tech. Okay, let's do it. Um, I think for me, at least, it all comes back from back to where we begin from. And indeed, it is true. I had a atypical childhood. I am born in a small island in Istanbul, in Turkey. Uh, grew up with four generations in a Jewish family. And uh, my families were educational freaks. So I went from a childhood to German schools. Practically at the age of the 17, decided to go there to Austria and uh, to study mechanical engineering. And after one year uh, studying the mechanical engineering with 500 people, over 500 people, so I remember that the day that I was calling my family, take me back, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. That's it. <laughs> I tried, but I'm failing. And I will never forget, my family told me that, listen, Nisya, but you got the internship in BMW. Uh, don't reject. But even if you are rejecting, go there and tell that face to face that you cannot work there. So practically, I packed my bag. I went to Graz and went into the factory that was the biggest factory that I saw that in my life at that time. 
Uh, wow. So I entered into the <laughs> door and it was a wrong door. It was uh, general management rooms, which I was not aware at the age of the 17 and a half. So, uh, and I, I just went in and I said, that, listen, I am very grateful and thankful, but I cannot do that. The internship, thank you very much. I'm going back to my country. And he told me first, I believe that uh, you are in a wrong room. And second, I never took that any intern in my life, but you, you will stay and you will be my intern and no. you will enjoy it. And it was the, the game changing in my life. I stayed nine years there. <laughs> Long <What>? story short. <laughs> yes. And uh, I called my, back my family and I said that, stop, I'm not uh, coming that relocating to Turkey. I am yes, staying in Austria. In Vienna, Graz, uh, Munich, I was there in three cities. And uh, yeah, and I lived by myself nine years, working in a mechanical engineer and where no one was even talking that about the recycling. Uh, it was 15 years ago. It was my master thesis. It was about biodegradable materials in the automotive industry. It's funny today that we are talking that everything needs to be that recycled and we are investing that in the everything uh, which is related uh, to the recycling and sustainability. But yes, it was a great journey. And 11 years ago, I moved to Israel. And that's another journey in my life. What, what was it in, the, in that moment that, you know, you go there to tell them that you're not taking the internship? You know, if, if you look back really at sort of this interaction that you've had with, with your future boss, what, what was it that really made him, you know, both uh, want to stay and, and convince you to stay. Actually, I asked that uh, this question because up to that moment, I didn't know that the meaning of the board meetings and the age of the seventeen and a half, where you are learning that the first degree, the first year of your st school, you don't yet to know that the big words that and what are they doing and everything. And literally was taking me that everywhere to each meetings, to all the suppliers, to the negotiations and to everything. And when I asked that uh, later on, a couple years later, <laughs> what was the interest that he took me that as the intern, he said he really appreciated that I moved all the way, three hours, I took it and I didn't just send an email to send it. Thank you very much. You have selected out of all students, only me. Uh, but I cannot come. No, you came and you told me that face to face. And this is the best behavioral attitude that you can do that to any person in your life and we appreciate. And that, that was the reason actually he took me. Wow. <laughs> and he taught me that the mechanical engineering, including all everyone in the group. And why did you spend those three hours going there and telling them in person when he, when he could have you know, called them? You know, that's also a great uh, question. In, in Turkey, uh, I, I lived in Turkey, in, uh, born in Turkey, in Istanbul. And I'm in, my whole family is very young. So I grew up with four generations. And literally, I saw that mother of my grandmother. So we were all together in the family. And one beautiful thing that I learned from many things I learned, but many values that you are learning is that to respect and respect to each other, to elder generations and also to younger generations, how to speak and have to give that 
respect to the elder one or to the younger one, even if you do not agree that with their opinion, to be, to show that the empathy, to look that from their point of view. No, it's all the time it was like injected in my blood uh, because uh, grew up with all of them together. And uh, it was very important. And still today I'm grateful that uh, they taught me that these important values like respect and making be able to do that empathy to the, each other. And that wow. was the reason <laughs> I went all the way. <laughs> Today is that three hours is nothing, but at that time that, uh, you know, it was that more simple for, for a younger person to take the flight, come back to the family where you were living alone and there was no WhatsApp, no Skype and no nothing, no Zoom. Uh, so, yes. Now, if we go just to before that, just a bit, because I, I want to make sure I understand you know, part of your upbringing and sort of this, this special circumstance was also um diverting from the traditional path perhaps that that one, one would assume you you went to a you, you went to a different type of school right where you you had a nun and primarily muslim what what was sort of the the reasoning behind because you did grow up in a, in a jewish household right yes i'm i'm jewish uh, i grew up in a jewish household in a zionist household actually and uh, i was I was teaching, I was very, very active in the Jewish organizations from the very young age. And you are right, Turkey is that uh, today the majority, over 90% is the Muslim culture. And yet, indeed, everything, my family was educational freak. So they didn't decide to send me that to send to a Jewish school. Maybe it was the, the typical situation at that day. So they wanted that I'm taking one of the best education. And at that time that the German schools were giving that very good education, that bilingual with German and with French and uh, English. So after doing that many psychometry tests, so I entered inside. But the short story in cut, uh, the diversity and the different religions is that uh, part of me that from a very, very young childhood. So I, I knew that what is Christmas and how to celebrate Eastern or uh, to make that, uh, to celebrate the Jewish holidays and to be respectful to all Muslim holidays and to have that Muslim friends. And the diversity that when you are injected again to your uh, childhood, that you are not judging anyone, actually, because you are taking and you are respecting that everyone as it is and uh, no one is better wow. than you. Um I mean, I think it's obviously one, it's one thing for, you know, children around the world to learn that to, to respect diversity and to respect the others and to appreciate the, the differences, but it's, but it's another thing to, to live it and to, to live literally. And to live yeah. it and to take it normal. You know, it's not like that's right. so special. So you are born with it and it's the normal right. part of your life. So nobody is judging you for being that different from the others. On the contrary, so this. To be a different, it, uh, it gives you that different skills that um, from every perspective. And even when I decided in my family that to study mechanical engineering, today many people ask me that someone judged you. So it was very normal. Nobody asked me that. Are you sure you are a woman? You want to study mechanical engineering? It's not a atypical. So yes, I am 
I, in that perspective, I'm really, really grateful that uh, that I was giving that the possibility from the childhood that in a diverse culture, religions, different countries, uh, Turkey, Israel, Austria, I went for one year to Boston. So to to live with that different people all around the world. Incredible. If you're transitioning now to sort of today with, with Israel and, uh, and being a part of the Israel ecosystem here, sort of how, how do you see your role in, our, in, the, in the ecosystem today? Um, let me start where the, where, what I'm doing there today. I'm partner at Catalyst Funds. And for me, it was uh, actually from, first of all, it was not my plan to join that a VC or private equity from the get-go. So, okay, so I was an engineer and jumped that into the financial life a decade ago when I moved that to Israel. I was doing a lot of M&As. And when I jumped it from the M&As uh, to the post-merger integration and to private equity who bought that Qatar group. So then I was suddenly on the buy side. From the sell side, I jumped to the buy side. And I really loved that to be able that on that point to invest. And that's... Uh, that was that my decision point when I was doing the post-merger integration. Okay, so I need to join the VC. And <laughs> luckily, so I joined the, the private equity slash venture capital, actually, that is existing over 23 years. So right. we're three partners existing you know, over 23 years, all of them together. And I joined as a fourth partner almost four years ago. And... We are supporting, I am supporting the entrepreneurs. My only goal is that support them and bring them more success. It's all about the people at the end. So you want to add added value where from every perspective, from the technical perspective, from the financial perspective, to bring them to financial institutions, preparing them uh, to the exit, uh, making that uh, the possibilities on the technical perspective to open the R&D centers all over the world. So that that's my passion. On the other side, which I love today, is that uh, being in contact day by day with the investors, because the, to gain their trust and to understand them and to add added value, uh, to be able that to co-invest with them in the companies, in the sectors where they love, it is, um, for me, unmeasurable. So this is, uh, wow. I enjoy that every day doing that. And, and if you look back at your mechanical engineering self or, you know, the, the places, the, the things you've done throughout your life, it's, it's quite of a different work. Do, do you have that same satisfaction? Is it the same satisfaction? Is it a different type of satisfaction between what you're doing now and what you did before? 100% is completely different. Uh, and also M&As are that uh, different what I was doing before, but the investment uh, in the VC ecosystem is combining everything. So it gives me still that the opportunity uh, to bring my technical knowledge to the companies where I can bring. And uh, there is a language in the automotive industry or there's a language in the energy. It's not only the language that you speak German. It's not like that. It's a, how the tier ones are talking or EMDs are talking that. And if I can add, give that added value, for me, it's great. I was working four and a half years in one of the biggest uh, agro company. It's called Adama, Mahteshimagar. So 
Today, one of my passion is that to add added value to the agrotech companies and food tech companies. Because if I haven't learned that, if I wouldn't work there, and I wouldn't work that in 52 subsidiaries of the Adama, today I wouldn't be not in the position that to give such a big added value to the companies that we are investing in. And from the financial perspective is that all the MNAs, the over 10 years um, doing the, the MNAs in Adama, in Qatar Group and the post-merger integration. So that was the linkage actually between the company and with the financial institutions. And our, at the end, our, our goal is that to bring that the companies to scale up and to bring them to the exit. And this is where we can help them uh, through the MNAs, through the IPO. And um, yes, it's, it's, uh, definitely a great added value, uh, the background, uh, what I've done and I appreciate. I'm still learning every day. I think there is never an age that you can stop learning. Uh, but yes. And so if, if we're sort of going 30,000 feet in the air and, you know, there are, there are so many different things that you've done throughout your career, so many different experiences, um, sort of how do you see you know, what, what you're, who you are or what do you want to do? Right. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a weird question, but, but what I'm getting at is, you know, you've seen so many different parts of the world, so many different industries, so many different types of people and types of lifestyles. And if you're thinking today about what makes you happy, you know, what makes you fulfilled intellectually, emotionally, you know, family ways, sort of, how, how do you, how do you distill it down? What, what did you learn about yourself throughout these years of doing all these different experiences? Um, I will answer in two answers then. So the, I, when I was young, uh, yeah. it was a big earthquake when I was in Istanbul, 1999. I will never forget because it was like for the longest 45 seconds in your life. And when you go out from the, the building, you see that a lot of damaged buildings and many people died, unfortunately. And you see that you, you leave that. And on that moment, you think that, uh, it's like in 45 seconds, all your life can change. And actually what is important to do that, because it's sometimes we are running so much in our life. We want to do everything, but one second actually can change everything and can collapse and can be on that day. Um, I promised myself that I, I want to be in a position in my life that as much I'm taking, I want to give it also. And, and for me, it's the very, very important, uh, it's the, from the investment perspective where I'm sitting there today, yes. I'm grateful that the investors are trusting and giving that millions of dollars that we can invest in the, and to make that the right decisions in the company. And on the other side, we are supporting, we are helping the technical eco the ecosystem. We are giving, we are creating jobs. We are bringing, uh, making that the Israeli company is even bigger. And we are on that market situations. If our high tech companies can hire that additional hundred people, I am thankful for that because hundred people, it means that 400 of people, they have families and they have their children. And to be on the position that to be able to give is that the most important thing. And I hope I will continue that whatever I do in my life, that as much as I'm taking, I want to be able that to give. 
And Phenomenal. Uh, actually, Israel has changed that a lot in me because on that earthquake, Israel, uh, Israeli rescue system and um, rescue team came and they saved one uh, boy, three years old boy. After six days, he was standing there in the earthquake without food, without water, without anything. And um, for me, wow. it was like, um, you know, enormous when you live there and when you see that. Uh, you just want to be in a position that you sh you want to be on the rescue team. You want to be able that to help that to the people. You want to make the companies bigger and um, and everything. Alicia, it's a uh, it's fascinating and it's inspiring. I really appreciate your time and your energy. It's a uh, such a phenomenal story and uh, and uh, thank you for everything that you're doing. It's, thank uh, and thank you for this inspiration. I loved it. Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me and I appreciate it. Of course.